I'm here with Hobbs Q. Hobbs, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. It's been a while. It has. Our first ever return guest. Um, that puts you in, I guess, an elite club by yourself. <laughs> I was going to say, that's it's me. It's you. Like, you cool. You, I get it. You're the president, it. vice president, secretary, treasurer, um, everything. <laughs> um, uh as a quick reminder for our listeners or as just a base intro for anyone who may not have heard our previous episode with you, could you give us a brief overview of who you are and what you do related to magic? Yeah, so um, so I'm Hobbs Q. I can be found on Twitter either at Hobbs Q or uh, the other place would be at the Goblin Lore Pod, uh, the Goblin Lore Podcast. So it is the Mental Health Meets Magic the Gathering slash Magic the Gathering lore, a lot more focus on community, especially since we've kind of come back after an initial hiatus. We're on another short one right now, but I mean, but a year or so ago, we a uh, year and a half ago, we had taken a break um, and we moved away from just specific hard, deep dives in the lore. More using stories, though, is a lens to talk about community and talk about real life. Okay, um, and y'all are on hiatus right now, but we will come back to that shortly. Uh, today, we have you on to talk about charity streams with magic. Uh, you've done three of these previously. Is that right? Yes, I have done three so far. Yeah, mm-hmm, that is. Yeah, all within the last six months. So can you give us a quick overview of what those were, uh, what the, what charities they were for, and with whom you cooperated? Yeah, so um, so I did one with um for Princess Lily Chan for her birthday. So she was actually on the um, Goblin Lore podcast to talk about it. So we she did a kind of an all day uh, Magic the Gathering online stream uh, with a, a lot of creators for her birthday, uh, and kind of raising money for kind of trans organizations. Uh, we did in the month of May. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So uh, it, it came together kind of pretty quick. But a lot of people had started towards the beginning of May tweeting for Mental Health MTG. And we were able to kind of pull together, uh, same thing, an all-day stream. Um, you know, we actually we actually played some MTGO. We played some Paper Commander on Spell Table. But it was literally all day long of just game after game. And um we had people that were willing to match so people that did some donation matching we were able to get prizes to donate and you know we were able to raise kind of a significant amount of money for the national alliance for mental illness and then my last one was with these people called the four clown throwdown um and i mean i feel like you should have to talk about it a little bit <laughs> i mean you i mean it, it, you it wasn't my idea one. though i was a part of it but i wasn't one of the originators I mean, you jumped in pretty quickly, willing to take a spot in this. <laughs> I mean, it was so <laughs> it started as kind of um, so uh, uh, Pixie and Magic with Zuby had done kind of a wrestling style promo video for like uh, for their part of Magic with Normies. They were going to be playing against each other and they did these whole wrestling personas and promotional uh, like commercials or these promotional videos. And, you know, somebody people were joking online about, well, we need more of these types of things in magic. And uh, we, uh, I basically said, yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. And somebody, uh, uh, chain, uh, called me out, um, and was like, yeah, let's do it. And it kind of spiraled from there. So at chain underscore commander 
uh, on Twitter just basically is like, yeah, that's it. We're feuding basically and established it. And then um, like all of a sudden I was like, well, we need a pod and Mr. Bevers jumped in and then you jumped in. And then we all of a sudden had a pod of four people willing to create personas. Uh, mine was Karkashima, the mix of Kark and Sakashima, <laughs> who was coming out from under the thumb of Nicol Bolas, searching for his way in this crazy world. Uh, <laughs> I was disrespected at every step of the way. That's all I really remember about the whole incident. I just remember you being And, and we others. might have raised money for charity. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get a shout out in in one of your videos. I was just one of the others. Let's look, it, we were we were lucky that I was able to get the numbers correct in that, let alone remember four people's names. <laughs> um, Math is for blockers, and I don't actually remember you doing much bl- blocking in that game. So exactly, <laughs> not sure why you needed to do math. I I mean. No one went back and checked me, but that, let's just say I don't think that math was totally correct. I'm not. I'm not confident that that math was uh, fully sound. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, that was the most recent one. What you, you being part of three of them, but not never the original originator, uh, you could say of all of them. What are some of the challenges that you think really go into a project like this? Yeah. So, I mean, um, coordination is, is the biggest. So the, I, I actually kind of had for the mental health MTG, I, I kind of took on just doing so much during that whole month. Um, so Seth Cross had approached me, um, kind of cause the year before him and I had tweeted a lot about mental health MTG and that kind of just started again with like, well, we want to be tweeting stuff daily about mental health MTG using the hashtag, trying to bring awareness to the stigma of mental health, the conversation around mental health. And he had reached out and to a bunch of other creators that kind of had suggested this would be, you know, something that they would be interested in tweeting about. That's kind of where it started. Just we were kind of trying to get people, recruiting people to be willing to use the hashtag and to talk about it. And I kind of said, well, you know, couldn't we do a, um, basically couldn't we do a charity event? You know, couldn't we do a day of this where we kind of raise money for something? Um, and it is one of those things that we then, you know, we, I had not done even kind of a, you know, I think of these, these, these command fest, or even I think of the, there was like a creator commander creator reunion that I was part of a panel on, um, you know, talking about the game with like Sheldon and chase and, we were, you know, I got to play a game with the, you know, same sort of thing I played on there. They had games going all weekend long. They had these panels. So that even had been kind of overwhelming to me. And I was really just kind of being, you know, here's my availability. And then they plugged me in places. And then, you know, so I knew nothing about trying to coordinate this or how it works. And I don't really stream. And so, you know, it was kind of one of these like, well, I have this great idea. I don't know anything about execution. And as, as we kept going along the month more and more learning that and learning what I don't know. But I'll be honest, just trying to coordinate schedules for a large amount of creators on a single day that they can all stream with not overlapping and we're not up against a ton of competing streams so that we are able to drive some traffic to us and, you know, and then figuring out how to set up there's ways to get Twitch to be able to interface directly with charities and with raising money. And these are all things that I just never 
it just didn't even really occur to me. I was like, ah, just give, give people a link. They'll just go donate some money. Um, and then, you know, the second one, I mean, I think, it, well, it's so that one was the biggest one. That's the one that I noticed the most hurdles for, um, you know, ours was a one-time thing. You know, we streamed for, you know, the, the biggest thing I think is we ended up streaming for longer than we were planning to. So it was just kind of trying to stay upbeat, trying to stay engaging, um, because you are entertaining at the same time, right? You know, if you, you want people that drop into the stream to stay so that they can see the donations or the giveaways and then maybe, oh, well, I want to do that. So, you know, you're, we, we, you know, you're hitting like four hours of, of a game two in a row. It can become just incredibly exhausting. Uh, the mental health one, I did not realize that I signed myself up for a very large like portion of the games and even going to be doing like back to back ones and all this stuff. And it, it wasn't until I kind of sat down and looked at it and realized like, wow, um, that really means trying to be entertaining for a very long period of time and have a lot of energy for a very long period of time. I mean, you do that on an almost weekly basis anyway, though, right? Yes. I mean, that is, that is the thing, you know, so I, I will say too, that's the thing that's made doing these, you know, doing them in kind of short order was the other thing, I think, trying to figure out how to space these because we ended up going straight from almost the the May one. I came off of that. We were already starting to plan kind of the one for uh, June because we wanted to be in June to co coincide with um, LGBT kind of awareness and LGBTQ month. And um, so we, you know, we jumped almost immediately into that. And it was like, okay, I got to for ours, it was like, okay, I got to film a promotional video and <laughs> I don't really know how to edit videos. These are, once again, I, I you know, like the, the Goblin Lore podcast is really lo-fi. I mean, <laughs> we, we don't stream. Uh, we barely talk about actual playing of magic. Um, and we're text only. I mean, we're, we're uh, audio only. So yeah, it was just wild to me to realize just how much of that energy it took because when alex and i record we don't we don't record with video for each other so you know i don't have to worry about am i looking in the camera or you know where's my hands am i you know what does my board state look like i mean it's not these are things that when you're doing a stream you actually do you need to make a product that can be viewable and on top of that have energy i mean it's i i, I already find streaming um incredibly exhausting and then to add in kind of the emotional component and wanting the stream to do well and really kind of the expectations and hope that it will do well. Um, you know, each time I try to go into it with kind of tempering that being realistic. Oh, okay. Well, if we raise some money, you know, we got to play some magic. It's, it's, it's just, it's going to be fun. But, you know, I know that you can talk a little bit about this for, for your side. I don't know, but when you and I did that with Mr. Bevers and chain, like there to me felt like, you know, we, people were donating prizes for us to give away, uh, all of a sudden people were actually sitting down and watching and then like donating for us to do silly things because we were using <laughs> like a point system where people could give us all land drops and weird stuff. But like, right. You know, it, all of a sudden to me, I felt like overwhelmed by this idea that like, well, but this has to do well. What if it doesn't do well? I, I don't, like, don't want to let people down. I don't want to, you know, I don't know. I just feel like there, there's a lot of starting to be able to easily get into your own head. Right. And then you come out of nowhere and start doing an infinite combo loop and, you know, um, 
I'd like to say real quick, I don't think that's happened on any stream I've ever been on in the history of Magic the Gathering. <laughs> just true. for context, it's that's never true. happened. I'm you did certain. not go infinite. You just went long, I guess, is more accurate. You went, uh, you had, you had a very powerful turn that had a lot of steps to it. Yeah. That, I yeah, guess so, well, so this is one of the things that you think it. about, you know, well, you know, these are the sorts of things that I think about when I'm, you know, because I actually did do a higher powered stream for the May one, um, where I did play a higher powered version of my Kark Sakashima deck, where I did end of turn, turn three, a whole breacher into turn four wheel effect, um, and into more wheel effects into scoop, you know, uh, in our game, I did not do that, but I did find that my deck could still have an incredibly powerful long turn to the point where at one point I think I could have almost gone infinite in our game, but it it wouldn't have been, you know, like that wasn't the type of game we were aiming for. It was like almost accidental. I felt really bad about it. Right. And I mean, it's it, the intent was to be higher powered. So I think that's a more acceptable example there. And it took you a while to build to it in the game we played. Um but yeah it did it took it took a lot longer yeah and, but going back to the organizational challenges i remember for our specifically one of the biggest issues we had was in finding a date that worked for everyone <laughs> um it wasn't finding people who were willing to participate it was finding a day in the month that also had the focus yeah. we wanted it yep um that we could all four take at least three hours of a saturday afternoon or or a sunday afternoon and uh make it work in that vein, with the I know how we resolved it with ours. We just picked one that worked best and stuck with it and made sure we didn't schedule anything else outside of that for ourselves. With your other two, what were some did you have similar challenges with that? And if so, what were the ways that you as a group were able to get past them? So, you know, I think that uh, that ended up being a lot of, you know, having a lot of people involved makes it difficult but also gave more openings so we what we had to do first was basically we took people who already had streams um and maybe people who had streams on that day of the week so you know we weren't we, we had a lot of people who were pretty regular uh consistent streamers and we were looking at trying to slot into maybe what their what their times already were so you know we were already doing a saturday and so we tried to find people who did saturday streams or people that we knew had a lot of flexibility or openings. And then we just, we, we basically created a spreadsheet where the people who were actively involved with this and had kind of been, you know, spearheading this could plunk themselves into different areas. And then we kind of put out a call once we got to the point where it was like, okay, we need to fill like individual spots. Um, some of that is thinking about, you know, your, your just the audience and how you can get people on board. You know, we definitely we moved, we shuffled things around when, you know, I, I definitely dropped out of a game because there was definitely, there was somebody that we could get in at that time that was going to bring a bigger audience. And, you know, you want that you, you want to have people with their eyes on. And so there needs to be a degree of flexibility and kind of, um, I don't know. It's like one of those hard things is like remembering to me was what we were doing, you know, sure. I wanted to be more involved. I play with, you know, I play a ton of, I mean, like, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month is a huge, important month for me. I wanted to have my stamp all over it. And at the same time, at the end of the day, I was hoping to raise money for mental health and to bring money to an organization that really is trying to fight stigma. And so 
realizing that, recognizing kind of the purpose behind it, I think makes it a little bit easier for one, like the mental health one that I really felt uh, a little bit more, even if I wasn't the sole person that I was really kind of a, a driving force behind it to the point where I do think people were looking to me at points and I, I felt overwhelmed because I don't have the experience. And so there was a lot wrapped up in it. Yeah. But I mean, to your larger question, because we were looking at established uh, streams or trying to find a day that people already streamed of the week, and then we could just kind of, okay, well, we can try to find guests that can work around that. Um, versus like the four of us, it was just the four of us. We had a plan from the beginning. Um, so we knew that there had to be like, obviously, if there was a day that didn't work for all four of us, it was going to be a pretty crappy plan. <laughs> right. Um, We've seen more of this type of activity in the last year. I, I mean, not just because of the pandemic, but largely due to it, than we have in previous years. I mean, there have been some groups who always do charity streams every year. Like Loading Ready Run has been doing Desert Bus mm -hmm. for the last almost yeah. 20 years now, I for, think. Right. For, for as long right. longer than I've been following them personally. <laughs> um, uh, but why, taking the pandemic out of the equation, why is it that you think we've seen a spike in this type of activity over the last 18 months, two years? Not that that's a bad thing, but it seems uh, kind of sudden. Do you think there's anything in particular well, that it, contributed? It, it, I think there's a lot that contributes. And, and you know, it's funny because I was going to say we you know, in my opinion, we can't take the pandemic out of it because what the pandemic showed us was that you, it just, it led to an explosion of streams and an explosion of both paper streams and, you know, like arena streams. Well, the explosion of paper streams and, you know, with commanders showing in some ways that it, it, it can be entertainment to watch. Um, you know, I think that we started seeing this once we were pretty far into the, 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 I would say the experimental year. Um, what's funny is before the pandemic, you know, I was getting a, a I, I had been working on getting a webcam a month or two prior because there was like two, two or three people that were kind of doing it. And there were people that I had wanted to play with, but like, it really wasn't popular, you know, I mean, in the sense of like, there was like a couple of streams, um, and then all of a sudden people were like, okay, well, those people were already set up to do it. So they just kept going. So people like Chase and Olivia. And now other people are like, well, actually, okay, wow, I've seen some of these setups. Um, you know, I, I can hook a cell phone up and there's ways to do this and I can stream. So we saw a rise of a lot more streams, a lot more content in general. But I think that also then led to, well, what can I do to stand out or what can I do to be different? And then okay, well, this is one element to it. And I think that it, it, at some point, it, I remember it almost being overwhelming because there was a ton of charity streams in a short period of time. And it's like, you know, I'm kind of saying, I want to be able to donate to all of them. Like I got to split up my money, you know, like it just, you're right. It, it exploded. So I think the pandemic did contribute. I think the people that were streaming, in my experience, I, I think I've seen people that were a lot more kind of socially minded. And um, I mean that in kind of a social justice way, not just social as in able to talk and entertain. But, you know, we kind of go into the pandemic. We have kind of the the George Floyd killing, um, 
everything being on kind of the forefront and it's it stayed there with the fact that you know people are still indoors magic players i found to be kind of starting to be you know i still think we're you and i talked about this the first time i was on the show we have a long way to go um and people have a tendency to talk about this stuff and then move away from it um but as we look at a trajectory over i still don't think we're talking about it enough and i kind of have I think I've been very vocal about saying that at the same time, the trend is still to talk about it more than we used to. And I think the trend is also kind of people wanting to feel that they're able to do something, not necessarily knowing what to do. And something like this does feel kind of feel uh, like an area where you, you can, you can do good. Well, people are getting entertainment. They're getting a, a chance to, you know, they, they, they're donating, the stuff that feels a lot more personal rather than just kind of writing a check and sending it off. Right. And I think that there is a very real thing about that. Okay. Um, all excellent points. Uh, now you are in the baby planning stages of another stream that uh, you have. And when I say baby planning, I mean, you don't have a full list of people yet. Um, is there anything that you can tell us as sort of a teaser about uh, what this one, the charity this one's for or the rough window you think it's going to happen. So ideally, and this is, you know, this is kind of one of those, you know, seeing how things come to fruition and kind of those challenges that you, you mentioned, um, especially you, you talked about like the hiatus with the show. Um, we just put out a little bit of a brief um, explanation, kind of just what, where Alex and I were basically running week to week between summer mental health awareness month into June. I had some health issues. We had some vacations. We had, we were basically running week to week. Um, it's not how we like to run. I mean, and I mean week to week in the sense of like the last minute, even what are we talking about today? So there was no time to even prep. Uh, and also in amongst that there was, I'd already started talking to some people about September is suicide awareness month. Um, and unfortunately my own mental health took a, a, you know, a bit of a hit with doing just too much, all really good things like our event, the May event, um, going on vacation, just summer in general, which is a great time. Um, new, new responsibilities at work. It's just, it got to the point where I had to even kind of finally keep, basically Alex and I just kept pushing it week to week. And I, and I, I feel like I was a driving part a lot of times to say like, we just need to take this break. Um, and unfortunately what that means is plans that I may have had for the month of September. And I've been working on with people. We're still trying to get going. And I know that we want to do another one for mental health. The idea was to have it coincide specifically with September and suicide awareness month. Um, my goal is that we're still having it. I don't know if it's going to be September, but I mean, I think it's just, <laughs> this is that example of kind of like trying to arrange things, trying to coordinate between lots of people who have interest. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that happen. You'll find is there's a lot of passion and a lot of people that want and say they want to be involved and they really do want to be involved. And then we all have these really busy schedules that start making things just, it doesn't work. And then people are afraid to, you know, they don't want to like say no, or they don't want it to make it seem, but it then makes it difficult because you're trying to, to move all these moving parts. And you also need somebody willing to, to take a leadership role. And I'm not always the best at doing that. And this feels like one of those, like, okay, if it's going to happen, I probably 
need to. Um, I would say for anybody kind of looking at this, if you have somebody that's really good at logistics, somebody that's good at planning, being able to kind of find roles for people to do, it will go a lot better. Okay. Um, circling back around to something completely unrelated to uh, the to the charity part, you talked a little bit about the about this already. You and the Goblin Lorecast are currently on a um, hiatus for the month of August um, to recharge. Yes. Can you? We you already talk? have. Good. Well, we already have, and I will say we already have, so this is, you know, you and I are meeting mid mid to end month of August. We do actually already have an episode recorded. Um, we're, we do talk a lot more there at the beginning of that episode too explicitly about kind of the, the fact that we were running like this. You guys, whoever, you, you anybody who's listening right now is getting a little bit of a preview of kind of what we're going to be talking more explicitly about because um, I think that when we did our little clip just to let people know Alex mentioned some of this, but we really got a lot more personal about just kind of the toll that it was taking trying to run week to week. Um, so we've been on a, 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 a hiatus for, for the month of August. And I think that once we kind of got together this past weekend to record, because that was kind of the goal is okay. It's not that we don't want to record anything. It's just that we want to try to record and get a couple of episodes banked. And I think it is us recognizing you know, how do we plan around these needed bake, uh, breaks that, that may be very real and needed even three years into a cast? Um, things don't always run seamlessly. Uh, I'm about to have another baby in like three and a half months, Woo. you know? The, the, <laughs> it's, it's a very, very much a shock. Um, if, if, if you follow me online at all, you, you may have seen it, but I may have talked about it. I may have posted ultrasound photos because that's the type of person I am. Um, But also part of that is just because that is my Twitter presence is, you know, this is my life. This is who I am. And, um, you know, if if push comes to shove and we have to take a break around that time, we're going to do it. And we're thankful to have the community that I think we've helped foster with this cast, at least the community that we interact with in our Discord and everywhere else. they're the, they're, I would say that that's one of the driving things that keeps Alex and I able to keep doing this cast is we know that if something happens, we have people who have, who have consistently had our back. And as long as we are communicating with them, are are there when we come back. You know, we when we've come back from any breaks we've had to take, we've come back to, you know, people that are still engaged and people that are still listening and, and getting, you know, people reaching out and talking to us and commenting on what they heard in the episode and what it meant to them. And I think that that is a really big factor of why we haven't had one of these breaks and then just stopped because there's a lot of casts that do that. I mean, that's, that's kind of how casts end a lot of times I think is that they were, it it ends up being a, a hiatus that just extends. It's completely understandable. Um, that just about wraps us up for this conversation. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners where you can be found and where the podcast can be found? Sure, we can be found. Um, so the podcast itself, the Goblin Lore Podcast, we're found on Twitter at Goblin Lore Pod. Um, we should be able to be found basically everywhere where you might listen to podcasts. We're on Amazon um, Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're hosted 
on Podbean is kind of the main site where we're hosted. But, you know, if you Google Goblin Lore Podcast, you can probably find it on almost every player that you might use. Um, I personally can be found uh, at HobbsQ. And uh, that's, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, lately, I've been talking just like I, I've been trying to focus a little bit more on positivity in a, in a very intentional way, not to be Pollyanna-ish or just try to say that there aren't problems, but just that we spend so much of our day focusing on those and the, the drama of the day that can happen, especially in the magic community. I want to, you know, there's been some people, I think Chris Von Doom, uh, Clayby, that have been really trying to talk about like, well, you know what? And I think this is a realization that more and more magic players are coming to that I think is a good thing. And I, I kind of am hoping to continue this because um, it's kind of like this idea that, of recognizing, I know Alex has talked about this on the podcast in the past of um, magic is a hobby versus when magic becomes kind of an identity. And I think having more conversations about things outside of magic or in addition to magic is going to be something that's actually beneficial for magic and magic community. That is a good advice, a good piece of advice to close out on. Uh, thank you so much for joining us again on this episode. Hey, thanks for having me. I can't believe I was actually asked back after the first time. So, <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs>